Welcome to the Low Code Approach. I'm Wendy Haddad, a Senior Cloud Solution Architect, and joining me is... I'm Sean Feeney, a Senior Product Marketing Manager, and also joined by... Ken Aguilar, Principal Program Manager inside of Power Platform. Hello, everyone. Hey, hey. Today is a super special episode because I actually get to turn the tables on my co-hosts, Sean and Ken, and ask them questions and interview them. They both got the opportunity to attend the Power Platform Conference in Vegas this year. And so, I, guys, how are you feeling? How'd it go? Tired, but it's a good problem to have. There was so much going on. It was interesting. If you try to lock Ken down for 30 seconds, it's impossible. That man was on a mission. And I basically just going from session to session, room to room, floor to floor, hotel to hotel. Like they, it was just, it was awesome. It was very, very cool. Doing the focus walking meetings, Ken? I was um, super tired. I told someone that my, um, I think my highest step count was like 26,000 steps in, in, in the building. So yeah, I'm a little still kind of worn out. You can probably hear my voice is probably maybe one or two octaves deeper than what it normally is right now. <laughs> your, your your deep MC voice is, is kicking in there. Bring us all up to speed a little bit. I, I'll dive deeper into certain themes or certain announcements in a moment, but just overall, maybe Sean, you take this first and we'll get over to Ken. What did you do at the Power Platform? What sessions did you attend? And even in between that, what was your mindset going in? What were you hoping to get out of it? And did you accomplish it? Yeah. So there were a number of sessions, uh, a lot that Ken was involved with that I attended, primarily revolving around security and governance of Power Platform. That's I'm the product marketing manager for that. So I had to make sure that my messaging is same on with, with product, right? And, you know, everything was great with that. The other part of that was some of the announcements that we made regarding ISVs or partners building Copilot plugins for Microsoft 365 Copilot chat using their existing Power Platform connectors. So if you're a partner, you made investments by building out Power Platform connectors. This is a very easy way to get your services into M365 Copilot chat. And so there was a session on that, highlighted some demos, talked to partners, talked to customers, finally got to meet some extended Microsoft staff that I've only seen on Teams meetings. But the overall mindset was to really get a better understanding from our customers. You know, how do they approach Power Platform? What's top of mind for them? And how can we help them? Those were, you know, some of the, the big goals that I had at the conference. And it was fantastic. What about you, Ken? Customers, partners, MVPs, Seabrook group users, in other words, the community. I feel that much of what we do, I mean, it absolutely is for the benefit of organizations and businesses, but the conference is really to connect with and empower and gain knowledge from the community. So for me, the sessions are, are great and they're a byproduct, I think, of sort of getting the word out and talking to the community and telling them like, hey, here's the cool things that we're doing and it's all because of you all. It's the feedback that you're giving us. Sean, like you mentioned Copilot and I know much of the emphasis was on Copilot because Copilot is everywhere, but there's little subtle things that we have done inside of the products that have just gotten even much greater responses than Copilot and the enhancements that we've made there. Like the keynote, for example, we showed just a simple enhancement to the UI that we made, whereby the formula bar is bigger now. 
So just a simple extensibility. Oh, I like that's such a pain normally. So I'm glad to hear that. Standing ovation. Really? You know, really? I'm not kidding. Standing ovation for that one thing. Like, yeah, a couple of folks stood up for things with Copilot, but like everyone stood up for it. Like when we started talking about accessibility and extensibility and making the product easier to use. Again, focus on Copilot, but there's so much other things that are being done throughout the product. Shameless plug, if you will, for what we're doing inside of governance, security, and compliance with the introduction. We took the covers off for, at Power Platform Conference for groups and rules. That's a whole podcast in itself, Wendy. So let's maybe move I, on to the next question. Well, I, I, I'm not going to move on. I'm going to I'm gonna double click on that. Just We're not going to make the podcast about this. We'll do another episode. But last year when I was at the Power Platform Conference, Charles Lamana got up on stage and had a big screen that said, Power Platform loves governance. And we led the, the admin workshop. I know you led that again. So what has changed in a year? You know, you, we, we led a workshop last year. What has changed for this workshop? You've made some announcements. Just touch on it at a very high level. Ken, I, I know we'll do some other episodes to, to double click on it, but for someone who's trying to catch up on the news and the announcements, maybe the abridged version. And then Sean, get ready, because I'm going to come over to you with a similar question. Well, I mean, there's there's been a lot. So... One, we've made enhancements to Canon isolation, for example. There's now reporting so that you can understand what other tenants you're communicating so you can have a bit of an impact analysis, if you will, um, before implementing that. We took the wraps off of um, also environment routing, which allows for customers to solve the enigma of the default, if you will, by allowing them to, as the name implies, route their makers away from the default environment and into their developer environments. We also showed and talked about the new environment strategy and the new way forward, which is drastically different than what we've been doing for several years now. <laughs> it's time for many folks to sit down and stop and maybe take a little bit of a, of a reset and start rethinking things and align to where the product is going. Um, and then I mentioned and Wendy, like like you said, that this could be a whole other podcast, but there was more than that. But I'll, again, touch on groups and rules. So groups and rules is essentially proactive policy-driven governance, whereby customers can group their environments in logical constructs, right, inside of groups, and then have policy-based rules applied to those environments. Instead of having to do them one-off, they can now do them at scale. So instead of managing them one at a time, again, you can manage 100, 1,000, 10,000 environments, all with the push of a single button. And I think that's so important because so many companies have one person managing or not even a portion of someone's time managing the power platform. And so being able to manage faster at scale is really critical. And I'm having to restrain myself a little bit because I really want to dive in that topic. So I'm hoping that we'll get that on the agenda 
pretty quickly here. But Sean, I want to pivot over to you because you teased a little bit about the Microsoft 365 Copilot connectors. So can you speak to some of the announcements around that or any of the other announcements with Copilot and at, at Power Platform Conference? Yeah, so I'll, I'll touch on the connectors one is that that's the one I was most closely tied to. So yeah, the announcement was really, we want to be able to allow users to extend their experience with Microsoft 365 Copilot chat. And that includes bringing data from external systems into that collaborative experience that they have. And one way to expedite that is to leverage existing power platform connectors. So like I put in a prompt that I want to get contact information or account information using a service that is already connected through a power platform connector. Like I can take that as an ISV, leverage that. And there's a process that we showed in demo videos and we'll go over more of this in the future that goes over what that process looks like, what's the output, what's the end user experience for that, and what's the actual lift if you are a partner to make that become a reality. And it was very, very successful in the demo. And we also were able to talk to some partners about onboarding them in the process. And we'll be building out that that a little bit further as we move along. So if you are listening to this and you have built Power Platform Connectors and you're interested in that, we'll have a form and a link in the show notes that you can go and request to be included in this program. Yeah, Sean, I'll, I'll add on one thing that you mentioned inside of there since you brought that up. Well, since you both brought up Copilot, we also did a pretty good deep dive inside of Copilot and AI governance and even talked about the architecture and how... You know, it's vastly different than chat GPT and, and so on, how we're using AI responsibly. Like that also was, in addition to what you just mentioned, a big hit with the customers. Yeah, I mean, that's the conversation across the board, not just power. We're, we're having that on the Microsoft 365 Copilot side uh, a lot. So I'm glad people are thinking about this early. And just trying to figure out, like, what is their governance strategy? I, I had a conversation with a customer recently who's wrestling through how much do we lock things down, right? Our traditional ITs, everything goes through ALM or application lifecycle management, over-govern everything. But the risk is, again, shadow IT. People will go around them. They'll go to chat GPT or they'll go to use other tools, right, that, that aren't necessarily sanctioned by their company. And so finding out the right level of governance to empower users to solve their problems um, but also to, to whether, again, whether this is AI and Microsoft 365 Copilot extended and it, with the Power Platform, like Sean, you talked about, or with the Power Platform itself, Ken, it's really important to think about that right level of governance there. I want to ask you, Ken, you mentioned how much you wanted to come and listen to customers and learn. It wasn't just speaking to our customers about our announcements, but also learning from and conversations. So for both of you, whether it's customers or no, Sean, you worked with some of our partners a lot. What was the most memorable thing or maybe a lesson you learned or the, the, the hot conversation that everyone was talking about? Yes, AI governance, but go a little bit deeper or add something else. And specifically, I'm asking because we have a lot of Microsoft friends who listen to this podcast. And so what do our, our Microsoft colleagues most need to hear? I don't think we have enough time to go into everything, but there's a, because there's quite a bit. First off, let me say, I mentioned the community and our customers and partners. First off, they are absolutely great and they have a phenomenal sense of humor. 
So a short story is that in the admin workshop, we did an ask me anything session inside of there as well, where customers could type in all their questions. And then of course, you know, you can upvote those things and, and whatnot. Well, apparently many folks think that I sound like the Allstate guy. So one of the questions was, can we get Ken to say you're in good hands? So of course I obliged and I, I said that inside of, of the meeting. So whoever submitted that question, if you're listening to the podcast, one, thank you for getting everyone in the room to laugh. That, that was great. Again, our customers and you know, our community is fabulous. Along with our community, what really makes them great is that they don't hold back. We encourage them to actually tell us what is wrong, like what they think we should do, what we should fix and whatnot. One customer said to me, they have never seen developers, product teams, and so on, get super excited about finding out things are wrong with their product. We get super excited. Like if you stop one of us in the hall and are telling us, Hey, you know, listen, I have an idea that could make the product better. Okay. We're going to stop and we're going to listen. Isn't that the story how Manuela joined the power platform? It might be. We should maybe get her on and ask her her Have her tell yeah. that story because I think that started from a conference, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I mean, that's part of the reason how I got here. I mean, it may not seem like I'm all that opinionated, but I'm pretty opinionated about how things should have <laughs> No. It's for, for those listening, actually, Sean and I just had our own soapbox meeting called Soapbox. So we regularly get on soapboxes and knock on each other's doors about something we're passionate about or make our case. I may or may not be guilty of a lot of them, but, but yes, we're all very opinionated here on this podcast. A little bit, a little bit. I, I mentioned things like, you know, AI governance was a big hit and whatnot, but customers really, you know, started giving us many ideas about like prioritizing specific things that we should potentially go after. I won't start rattling them off, but that was quite a long list of things that I've captured in, in Excel for myself. And I'm trying to go through those things now and listen to those notes. It ranged from everything from having to do with potential identity identity management, co-pilot enhancements, better ways to use connectors, looking at potential ways to extend extensibility and accessibility inside of apps and automate. I mean, it was so much, Winnie, so much. It usually takes us several weeks to just really digest what everything is that we've gotten out of the conference. So like for those who have never attended or they maybe feel like this conference isn't this isn't for them i mean honestly there's sessions for everyone like there there really really is right um sean let me get off my stage here for a bit and pass the mic over to you i appreciate that no worries and, and plus one to to everything ken said especially the community and just a couple of quick points on that for anybody that's listening that is a an old sharepoint admin like myself like that same community experience that you had in the SharePoint community, that's what I felt within the Power Platform community, where it's everybody had everybody's back. Everybody wanted to talk to each other about, you know, how do you approach X? How do you approach Y? And everybody was very willing and able to share their experiences and how they solved those problems. I mean, look, for a lot of the conversations I had, the product people and, and Microsoft employees that were there were flies on the wall for amazing conversations between customers and MVPs. It was awesome. The other bit that was really cool, and I don't want to spoil anything for those that weren't at the Power Platform Conference, but a couple of my peers, Ricardo and Mark, were doing interviews at the Microsoft booth. 
And so they had a really professional lighting and film crew over there doing interviews and asking for community opinions on Power Platform. How are they experiencing the conference? And there's amazing takeaways from that. So like as much as Ken and I are are talking about how great the conference is and how great the community is and the amazing takeaways from it, I think those are going to prove extremely valuable as you'll hear it from our customers and what they find that really resonated with them about the conference itself. So once that comes out, we'll definitely make sure to share how everyone can watch those interviews. They're, they're fantastic. Yeah, and I'll, I'll add one little point to that, Sean. I think that was something else that I saw very much through many of our sessions was that we had the addition of the customer point of view. And I, I know, for example, in, in our workshop, in one of our sessions as well, we actually had two customers, you know, giving their own point of views of, you know, the product and so on. And for the most part, like, we almost have zero idea of like what these customers are going to say. Yes, we have their slides, but once they get the mic, it's completely up to them. So what folks are hearing in the audience is not the words of Microsoft, but the actual words of the customer. I'll leave it so at that. I believe you also had an opportunity, a, a mutual friend of the podcast, Andrew Gaskins, I lead the admin community and I unfortunately wasn't able to join, but I know you both were able to join that panel with our Power Platform admins. So talk to me a little bit about that. Uh, what did you discuss and what kind of questions were asked and answered and how did that go? I'm going to let Sean take this one, but I will say that was an absolute amazing experience. Sitting on the panel with everyone that was there, it was it's like I felt like I was a part of some masterclass that was just, you know, talking about how to... So, so back us up, who was on the panel? Let, let, let's kind of break this down for our listeners. So I'm going to get names wrong um, because because we had a, we had quite a few in, inside of here. So obviously myself and Sean were, were there. And then we had um, Mark Swaggart. So for those of you who are unfamiliar with with Mark Swaggart, um, Mark Swaggart is <laughs> the, the, sh the short version of that. He's been he's Manuela's boss, right? Everyone, so the COE toolkit and whatnot, right? His Mark and his organization are the ones that are responsible for building and producing the goodness that is the COE toolkit. Um, and then we had this phenomenal young lady named. Angelique. It's Angelique Ipatsivu. She's been on the podcast before. The absolute go-to SME for a lot of things, uh, Power Platform, specifically change management. If you have a question, she'll have an answer. It is amazing. Great conversations. Yeah, on top of Mark, we also had Jennifer Monroe on the PowerCat team too. And, you know, and Angelique. And, uh, and it was absolutely fantastic. And I think one of the the real amazing parts first off huge shout out to andrew and the admin oh, community sure. team like that was a real treat and we're really grateful that they did that for us but second was the varied questions that we got from managed environments to center of excellence starter kit to a, a really good question about how do i implement Power Platform and enable my organization for success. We had two attendees come over. One was the senior admin of Power Platform in the organization. The other one was a junior developer. And so they were asking questions like, how do I, how do, I do knowledge transfers, but at scale? And how do I enable my organization for success? And basically, you could see everyone on the panel 
kind of shift their heads over and Ken took the mic and just handed it over to Angelique and then she just did like a masterclass of, of, of explanation on that. But it was really beneficial and we hope to do more of that at the next Power Platform conference whenever whenever that may and be. And we should, we should also make a note in the show notes the link to join the admin community because I think that's open to all the Power Platform admins that Andrew runs so well. And so I know he mentioned that on a previous podcast but it's also just a great reminder to stay updated and not just here from Microsoft but again it's Ken, you're emphasizing it's so important to hear from from your peers in the community, from other companies, and to have that open, unfiltered forum to discuss the challenges you're facing as well as how you're solving that and, and the benefits there. Bringing this down to a close now, um, I do want to ask, final call, any other announcements or or sessions that should be on people's radar as we're coming into the season of change? I think I've never seen an era of technological advancements. It's just coming so fast and every week more is coming out. So anything else to end out from the conference? And then also if you could add, where can they go to learn more about some of the announcements and catch up on all the great great things that were shared at the conference and dive a little bit deeper? I mean, a few things for me. First off, massive thank you to everyone that attended the conference. We can't have the conference without you all. So absolutely, thank you. Secondly, the workshops. I think that some of the workshops are maybe severely undervalued, if you will. Like there's a few targeted workshops that sell out very quickly. And then we get these long wait lists of, hey, I couldn't get into workshop X and so on. First, let me say all the workshops are valuable. Even if you think that, oh, hey, I couldn't get into the governance workshop. So I'm not going to attend a workshop this day. If there's a workshop open, I strongly suggest that you broaden your knowledge and look at attending the different workshops. But I'm going to jump in there and say that because that's part of what my team does. You're not just limited to workshops at the conference. There's all kinds of roadshow. There's app in a day workshops that you can sign up and learn about in the community. Various vendors have workshops and partners um, to do training as well. Uh, depending on your contract with Microsoft, you may have a contract that enables you to have Microsoft trainers come in uh, like my team and, and do those workshops and upskill as well. And so definitely don't think about this as a point in time. Oh, it's done. I missed, missed the boat on the Power Platform opportunity. There's, you know, this is your call to action to get plugged in, to start training you and training your, your people because things are only going to move faster and you need to supercharge your workforce to be able to help your company innovate and keep up with the rate of change and challenges that we're facing in the, in this current economic climate and this current world. And you're, you're, you're basically emphasizing what my next point was going to be. And that is if you're an admin, for example, and you're only really concerned about governance, security and compliance and so on, attending a workshop on understanding how applications are built benefits you because then you understand what the problems are or the challenges that the, from the business and the maker, the developer side of things and why they're coming to you. So it, it gives you a holistic sort of view of the platform. So that's why I'm saying, don't just look at one workshop, perhaps look at many. Lastly, hey folks, we hear you. Um, last year we had 150 or so inside of the workshop. This year we had 250 inside of the admin and governance workshop. The feedback that I heard was that I'm very critical of like myself and the workshops and things like that, right? Is that, 
hey, I wish I could have spent more time on X or Y or Z or whatever that may be. We'll figure that out, folks, for you. And maybe, I don't know, we'll do something like split the workshop in two and have a intro to governance and then we'll have an, you know, an advanced governance or an intro to building apps and then advanced building apps, something along those lines, right? Your feedback is absolutely critical. And again, we do listen, we do hear you. So we will adjust and make make things much better. So, so Sean, same questions to you. So any any final announcements or uh, things that you can share that's coming that, that was announced at the conference that stood out, as well as could you just provide some places that listeners can go to catch up on the latest news and announcements from the Power Platform Conference? Yeah, I, we did put out a number of blogs that covered some of the, the latest announcements uh, that occurred. So I definitely highly recommend checking out Power Apps blogs and the Power Platform All Up blog on the Power Platform blog site. And we can put that in the show notes as well for everybody. I think takeaways, though, from the conference, uh, like Ken said, you know, we can do a great job of you know structuring workshops to be more accessible because there's a lot of demand and we need to meet that demand. And then second off, we have to get a bigger booth uh, for Microsoft. <laughs> we like we doubled uh, the size of our booth. But like I remember going in before the expo floor opened to see it in person because we've seen it in many diagrams. And I was like, oh, this thing is huge. This thing is awesome. This is going to be great. Go and I leave and I go to a session. Expo floor opens. And I come back to it. I was like, we need to get a bigger booth. Like we, it was it was just consistently consistently crowded, which is a great problem to have. Lots of interest, so much goodness packed into that that Microsoft footprint in the Expo Hall, but we got to go bigger next time for more people. But other than that, highly recommend uh, people take a look at the blog post and then get excited because we're always going to have more news coming out that spawns off of what we announced at MPPC or the Microsoft Power Platform Conference. And so I highly recommend uh, taking a look at the latest and greatest and also sign up for those workshops. Yeah, I'm also going to add our our good friend April Dunham posts a lot of announcements on her LinkedIn. I know, Ken, you do as well, and that's a great way to follow and get news from those blog posts, but also some of the the live um, sharing and live blogging, if you will, of what was happening. So it's a great way to go back and and recap on on some of the things that they saw and experienced as well. I'm definitely a little a little behind on posting on LinkedIn and you know sort of recapping things. But I'll, I'll quickly call out a few a few things. So again, copilot, 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 copilot everywhere, right? Just copilot the world, everyone. So Power Apps copilot controls. Um, that was one thing to call out inside of there. Power Automate um, designer updates inside of there. I mentioned environment routing from that aspect. Also groups and rules, which is again brand new inside of there. Power Apps modern experiences. That another big one. Power Apps, Canvas Offline. I saw that. I'm asking for that. Mm -hmm. Another huge one that, you know, folks might have missed inside of that. So highly encourage you all to, to look that up and get a little bit more information on Canvas Offline. Power Pages Copilot. And then lastly, like we talked about community, we have enhanced the Power Up program. So there's now a Power Up program for groups. So just so much, right, to unpack from the conference. Yeah, and you reminded me of that feature because I was, remember being so excited about how it's going to transform our frontline workers and even just for executives who are traveling and being able to to do that. I, we had to do all kinds of hacks and tricks to be able to do it offline before. So that was 
Fantastic news. Well, there's so much more I want to talk about. So many more updates. We didn't even touch the licensing Temple of Doom session. So I think we're going to have to have a a part two on that to dive into some of the, the fantastic sessions that you all covered. Uh, Sean, Ken, thanks for humoring me and letting me turn the tables on you and get to interview you. This was very fun. Thank you, Wendy. It sounds like a uh, licensing Temple of Doom is going to be a great Halloween episode. Uh, we should oh, do that. That's a good call. I love it. I love it. Let's do it. All right. Thanks everyone for joining. Thank you. Thank you.